Get ready and tune into the Doctor's Guide Podcast, raw and unfiltered, a unique platform to help you optimize your health through dynamic role-playing, real-life challenges with expert guests and your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is the Doctor's Guide Podcast, raw and unfiltered, and bringing to you some insights and action steps that you can take to help you navigate the complexity of your own health. And why do we do this? Well, I'm sure that if you are that person that's stuck and you're challenged with some sort of health issue or just simply you wanna do just much better, you wanna have much more energy, much more agility, much more mental care, wherever you are, because I don't know you personally and I'm not here to give you a specific solution because there's so many podcasts out there that are discussing that. But how do you differentiate from the ones that work and the ones that don't? And many of those, they do work, but maybe they're not the right thing for you because everything is content and context dependent. And so we're all about a process. What is that process that you can then relate to so that you can start making better decisions for yourself? Because one thing that's really important for all of us to understand at the highest level is that there's no longer an excuse to be sick. And that's a choice. Being ill is a choice. And in today's world, with so much information and with so many people out there willing to help, like the two individuals today, and that's uh, Kathy and Freddie, you know, there is no longer an excuse for us to not be able to get access to that. But again, the challenge is, you know, who do we go to? And so we're going to do some role playing today so that you can then understand what that process is that's going to be right for you, because that process is universal. I mean, all these scientific inventions that we have today, all these great innovations, they all rely on a the same process. The process is universal. So through role playing, you know, one of the guests will be presenting with a very specific problem that you might relate to. It might actually trigger your two, and that's okay. Uh, you can always tune us out, but I don't want you to tune us out because what they have to share is going to be really important for you if you want to optimize you. And then the other is going to help guide the other person through their problem. And then we're going to discuss that. So that's going to be a short six-minute role play. And then um, before that, I'm going to have each of the my guests to introduce themselves. Then they will introduce what kind of problem and role they're going to play. And then we're going to unpack some of this. And I want you to listen carefully to their experience that you can then relate to. It's very relatable. And then help you get the insights and the action steps that you want to take. And if you want to reach out to them, because these are two beautiful souls with so much experience, so much knowledge, and so much heart that they want to help you, and you'll discover that in this role-playing in a moment. So we're going to start off with uh, you, Freddie. Uh, you're presenting with the problem, and Kathy is going to be the guide. And so today, Freddie, what is the problem, and, and how are you showing up? Yeah, I, my, oh, my character. I am sorry. Wait, uh -oh. wait, I messed up. I messed up. And that's the whole point of podcast, right? First, introduce yourself, Freddie. And then Kathy gets to introduce themselves, herself. And then we'll go into the problem. So, Freddie, who are you and what's amazing about you? Great. My name is Freddie Kimmel. I am a podcaster and I work as a wellness consultant. I host the Beautifully Broken Podcast, which has been on the air for almost five years, all things biohacking, functional medicine, biological medicine, wellness. 
And then I work as a technology consultant for different companies like Flopresso and Ampcoil and Lightpath LED, because these are technologies that all help the systems of the body function as nature intended. And I absolutely love what I do. And uh, I have to say that um, Freddie has demonstrated tremendous critical thinking. He's extremely knowledgeable in all areas about the health optimization and the products that he's picked. Um, I also endorse, by the way, because they're amazing. I have some of them, by the way. And so definitely, if you want more information about that, check in with him later on and he can have a private consultation with you. So, Kathy, who are you? Kathy Wheelahan, um, interfaith, interspiritual minister, co-founder of Be Love Now, that is in its fourth year, and it's an empowerment and spirit, embodied spiritual practice program for women. I also run a wellness center, Open Sky Healing Sanctuary on my property in Connecticut, and I'm involved also in the Ampoil technology. And I guess my superpower would be an ability to hold space for people and reflect the truth of their own inner knowing back to them and create community and connection around this process of becoming more and more. And so it's the, the community and the witnessing of oneself that's so powerful in, the, in their healing. So Freddie, um, after I interrupted you, um, who what's what's the problem that you're showing up with today and and who are you or what role are you playing so my my name is larry and i am i am a um i'm a financial advisor who is i'm i'm really 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 struggling after the pandemic my energy is incredibly low i have tons of um anxiety i'm not sleeping um, I'm really, I'm really just frustrated and just feel like I haven't been able to get back into my groove past the pandemic, not feeling a lot of joy. I feel like the volumes like turned down and everything. Awesome. And Kathy, who are you? Mm -hmm. what, role, what role are you playing? I'm going to play spiritual counselor. All right, let's go for it. Six minutes. Okay. Do you keep yeah, yeah, Kathy, just I, I just want to I know your time's valuable. I'm just really like, yeah, that's the best thing I could say is feels like the volume is turned down on everything. Food doesn't taste as good. It's it's a it's a struggle for me to get out of bed in the morning and want to do the things that I used to. I love what I do. I used to love my job and just everything feels like it's muted. And I, I don't I don't know what to do to like amp up the joy. Okay. Well, Larry, I just want to reflect back to you that that sounds pretty hard <laughs> to be in that space. So let's let's explore maybe how what recurring thought might be there. So let's narrow it down to the thought that gives you the most angst. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you, what's the first thing? Like you said, you don't want to get out of bed in the morning. So you wake up and what's the thought that comes in that might present itself throughout the day? Is it this thought around the volume being turned down? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's the, the idea that I just, uh, I'm not excited to go 
to go about my day. Nothing, nothing, I don't feel the joy there. It feels absent of joy and that's sad. So I feel an absence of joy. Does that sound correct? Yeah, correct. Okay. So when I think the thought, <laughs> I feel an absence of joy in my life, right? What is the feeling underneath there for you? Is it in a category of sadness, anger, anxiety, or all three? What's uh, the real feeling under there? I think there's some fear. I think there's some deep sadness. The other word that comes in is emptiness. Almost like a void. I, 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 I know, I know, I, sh I know this is not the way my, my body or my brain should feel when I wake up in the morning, but I'm not sure what to do about it. So empty, sad. And what was the third? Empty, sad. There's a little bit of fear. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost scary. And what is the, what is the fear? Of, of what exactly that it's going to always be that way or that it's always going to be that way. I have a, I have a, I have a memory of, of before the pandemic waking up and, and feeling happy and excited to get out of bed and go about my day. And now okay. it all just feels a little meaningless. Okay. So underneath those feelings of empty, sad, and, and afraid, what are the needs that you have that if they were met, Perhaps these feelings wouldn't be so intense. Mm. I have a need for creativity. I have a need for community. Mm. I have a need for creativity. I have a need for community. I have a need for a, a shared reality. All right. Because we don't have a lot of time. I would love for you to repeat your statement. Yeah. So it's when I think the thought. Mm -hmm. When I think about can... getting out of bed in the morning and going to work, I feel sad. I feel empty. 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 And I feel a little afraid. Because you have a need for. Because I have the need for creativity, community, mm -hmm. and a shared reality. How does that feel? Is that accurate to you? Feels accurate. Feels very vulnerable to say out loud. Mm -hmm. Feels mm -hmm. I can feel there's a tenderness in my heart when I say it. So bravo for being willing to be vulnerable. Ultimately, our response is our responsibility. And this is the part of your response of how you want to show up. So the next step that we, we can explore here is how to meet your need for creativity, community, and shared reality, because that's where the juice, the aliveness is going to start to come back in for you. Do you know, when I spoke that something came up for me, that was a discovery. I realized that 70% of my work is on zoom. Like I'm looking at a computer screen, I'm not seeing other people. And it's, there's a, there's a sadness when I started to think about that. And I really, um, I miss the community of being around other people. I miss the energy of other people. 
I don't want to work behind a computer screen anymore. That's not how I want to mm-hmm. live my life. And that's, yeah, it makes me want to, makes me want to cry. Got a minute left. Well, the thing about vulnerability is we need other people to fully express it and experience it. Mm. And, and from that place is where growth and becoming ha- happens. And I think for you, it sounds like in-person physical connection is something that's super important. And right now you could use some more of. Mm-hmm. So let's that, that feels talk about that. to me. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about ways in which you can make agreements. So the next step after identifying what your core needs are, you then get to meet them. And that is how you respond. That's your response by making agreements with yourself first and keeping them. Yeah. What are you willing to do about it? Then we have an actionable and accountability, right? Mm-hmm. You say, yes, I'm going to do this. We bookend it to make sure you do it. And then you take the next step of making agreements in community with other people, because that's yeah. where the most growth happens. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And I want to impact that a little more uh, after we uh, share, what was that for you, uh, Freddie? Um, and then with you, Kathy, and then let's impact, let's continue that conversation in a moment. So Freddie, what was that for you right now? That was, uh, yeah, I, uh, an unexpected level of like, um, emotional vulnerability came up around all the things that have happened from the pandemic, everybody pulling back into to zoom screens and limited community and limited engagement. Uh, it's one thing to be around other people. It's other thing that, that what, what Kathy offered was the, um, be be in an agreement with other people in community like there's you still need that engagement that's just it's been absent from 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 for that character and so it really i really felt my heart um strings pull i can really like felt it on a deep visceral level so it was it's incredible um feeling the emotion and energy that is moved into motion by speaking the word it's it's always incredible to me. What medicine? Yeah, I'm like kind of blown away. But yeah. I'm always blown away when I do it. Right. I love that. Uh, Kathy? I'm a little choked up. Um, it is very powerful, the being 100% present, even though we are on Zoom. I, I do also love what I do. And I see now the shift going on for people needing to be back in person and together, but in a very conscious way around this making and keeping agreements. I think that this, what's this for? It's like taking the thing that we're, that is angst or looping or however you want to do it, whether it's the Lime mom or the Larry and <laughs> it's, it's, what's the opportunity? What is this for, for my own growth and becoming. And we can't do that alone. We can get a certain amount and then we need the other to reflect back to us. And that's where we really start to grow exponentially. So I, I love the, the this opportunity to have this kind of role playing because uh, every time I do this, I see some sort of transformation occurring in all the participants that is so relevant for the rest of us 
because it illustrates very clearly in real time, and I'm getting goosebumps actually right now just saying this, is the, the process that we all need to go through. And so whilst many will attribute the pandemic uh, and then the changes uh, and, the, and the illnesses more in a biological uh, form, you know, there's a, a mental, there's a spiritual aspect of that too. And that's the, the community connection. And we all know that people that live in blue zones, they're very community oriented and people don't know what a blue zone is. These are people that live well into their hundreds. And part of that is because they're connected with others. And in the last show, we talked about how we've evolved over millions of years. And up till recently, you know, and, and as Freddie mentioned last time, I think it was you, Freddie, um, how so important our communities are in, in, the, in the interactions to support well-being and health. And so there's something else going on that we don't even understand. And I would just alluded to the energy transfers between people and the empathy and, and you know, that heart transference that's happening, that's affecting all of us. And having that outside, you know, having that taken away from us is a big, a big issue. But the most important thing that I want to share with people is that, you know, wh wherever you are, whatever health state you're in, both the biological and the spiritual and mental aspects are so key because they work together and the language is a big issue. And so I love what you did, Kathy, there is that you helped them get that awareness, stepping into that place of vulnerability, because that's the only place that we're going to be able to make some transformation based on bringing to awareness in a very safe space. And that's also the purpose of this uh, podcast is creating that safe space that people can express themselves and also relate to you. So again, I, I, you guys are amazing and I want to thank you. So I'm going to give you guys the, the platform right now just to uh, unpack some more about these issues and whoever wants to go first, then go for it. Hmm. Yeah, it's um, like any of the any of the good work. It's it's honoring. I think it's honoring the layers that we can go through, and and not pushing it too fast. You know, I felt myself like so it's easy to get frustrated when you don't have the words for what you're feeling right away. But I think it's trusting that they'll come if you just start. Uh, that's I'm like I'm not I don't know what it is. It's like there's apprehension. I'm I'm anxious. I'm angry. I know I'm, I know there's a lack of satisfaction, you know. But I'm I'm not always sure what word to pick. So I would just say that like a good thing is to have like I've talked about this, uh, but for the audience, there's so many feelings, and we have like we say like angry, happy, sad, angry. And there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of words that 3, that Kathy 3,000 to be exact. Those are emotions, and we only use about 10 of them, of which I think 70% are negative. Yeah. So if you want a better experience out of your hundred years on the planet, like learn the words for all the colors that could paint this vibrant expression that is Freddie. And I'm just like always stunned. I'm like, why don't I have why can't I? Because I I even work with a sheet once in a while, right? But it's just, it was, for me, it was like very illuminating. It was like, you, this is the work that you got to do. So that's what came up for me, Kathy. Mm, I still use the sheet. <laughs> and I do this all day long. Where's my sheet? Um, yeah, maybe we can give access to the listeners to the sheet if they'd like. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Great feelings so and needs PDF. Oh, you know what? 
let me just yeah i got it i got it right here on my computer it lives in the top corner of my screen i got my i got my feelings so if i if i were to go another so this is what i should have done like the sadness and grief sheet like this idea of feeling um uh disconnected um hopeless um nostalgia nostalgic that this i have this nostalgia for that avatar of pre-pandemic i'm like man you're a chipper dude you know not not a lot got you down there's all these great feelings here that that would that would have yielded a different experience the way you and i were engaging right well and i think the thing that is is to me the juice it's it's not actually the feelings to me the feelings it's just emotion energy and motion Flow needs to move, naming it. Most people don't know what they're feeling. So giving language to be able to experience that on a regular basis. This is also an embodied practice. Yeah. Stuff starts to shift, even just naming it and being witnessed. The real juice comes from identifying your core needs over time. So when you do the practice enough, the same needs kind of keep coming up and it's like, ah, there's the real juice because you then you get to enter into a process of, oh, these are my core soul values at this particular time. And then you can orient your decision making, your life, things that are coming to those values, which is incredibly empowering. It's incredibly empowering. And it's an ongoing process that is always becoming so that then all of a sudden you've done enough work meeting that need. Like for a long time, I had a need for acknowledgement. I felt shame around needing acknowledgement. Then I really started acknowledging myself and making a game out of it. And I did it long enough. And then my loved one started acknowledging me. And all of a sudden, it's like, I don't really have a need anymore. That one's gone. New ones come up. And that's mm -hmm. the becoming. That's the becoming. And then it becomes yeah. fun, actually. And, and we get to turn, yeah, we get to turn it around more quickly. And, and that's what we all need guidance for. And that's why we have communities with people that have an understanding and experience and can beautifully guide us through that process. And, you know, the truth is, is that, um, again, we're, we're too quick in wanting um, the quick fix and, and being judgmental and recognizing that somebody is wrong before they're right when all we have to do is is step into that space of vulnerability which is very very scary um and 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 not always available i mean even in close relationships just because someone doesn't quite understand you then it's a challenge to be vulnerable because they're not going to help you so you so what you said earlier Kathy, was you've got to find the people that you can align with and get the support from them and not expect it from other people that can't do that for you. Mm -hmm. And so that sheet, I don't know what sheet you have, but I got a sheet and that's the map of consciousness uh, from David Hawkins. And we're going to post that one up here as well. But what's interesting is that all these different feelings, they have a certain uh, energy level. And um, it's a matter of navigating those energy levels to give us, in essence, the kind of transformation or the the energy to get out of the stuck state like, you know, Freddie was in. And so all these things, you know, there's a lot of science behind this. There's a lot of experience behind this. And mm -hmm. so we all have access to it. And so my hope, and I know that Freddie does this as well in this podcast. I don't know if you've got one, Kathy, 
but certainly um, these are the great vehicles by which people can get access to the information that they need for their own personal mm -hmm. transformation. Because you know what? Mm -hmm. We all deserve that. We all deserve to be happy. We all deserve to have, you know, the best experience in the world. But I think as you both have very clearly stated, both in this podcast and the early one, is that it is our responsibility. You know, it's all up to us. You know, we can't blame anybody else. Um, and so uh, last words from both of you, um, and then we'll wrap it up with who you are in final statement. So I'm gonna start off with Kathy this time. So any, any final comments with what I just said or anything else you wanna share with what we talked about today? I would just join with you in saying it's a, it's a practice of being curious. Mm -hmm. It's curiosity around the vulnerability that's why I use the, the language WTF as what's this for? You know, we, we experience emotion come up and we think, oh, but I've dealt with that thing. And let me get mad that it's coming or whatever. And it's like, oh, what if we just turned it slightly and go, oh, this is interesting that this thing is coming up again. What's it here for? And if we can do that in community, something like a practice of feelings, needs, and there's other ones, when we own the truth of our own experience, which is what that is. I feel this, right? When I think that, when I read your text, when we have an experience with another person, that person doesn't even necessarily need to be practicing this thing. I work with many people in the work and their workplace where they're with other people who aren't maybe doing things like this. You can use aspects of this practice to communicate with other people because ultimately what you're doing is owning the truth of your own experience. You're not blaming you're not shaming. You're just simply speaking the truth of your experience, which is very non-threatening to other people. And it creates a field of curiosity. And you're the example being brave enough to step into, ah, I'm curious, this is what's going on for me. What's going on for you? And not, yeah. not coming from a place of judging the other, whatever they say, however they respond. Right. They're not always going to respond in the way that you're hoping they will. And right. it's ultimately still your responsibility. Uh, Freddie? Exactly. Yeah, it was, it, it's just, it's, it's amazing. I was just, I'm going to reflect on, um, there's a container in Austin called ecstatic dance where people go dance and there's a rule. You don't talk to anybody, you just dance. And evidently at the, at the event yesterday, there was a woman who let out a scream at the end, a blood curdling scream. She end, ended the episode and the people in the thing were like enraged over her, how it had disrupted their experience, how they had left the room and it, it, had, it had shattered their day. And I just thought it was very interesting in which people like in this container where people are meant to move, release and experience all levels of emotion where that was unacceptable. And it was really well navigated. Everybody was like, this is how it made me feel. This is how it made me hurt. And it all came back to, it was amazing, this thread. And I wish I could screenshot it, but how well people were navigating like the, the space they wanted to create to go do this thing. None of it's right. None of it's wrong. It's how do you want to architect it? So coming back to language, it's like, what is the life that you want to build? It's your building. We're all obsessed with HGTV. What what kind of what kind of plank cedar do you want to line the ceiling? Do you want mm -hmm. exposed concrete on the floors? You know, what is the quality of the home you want to live in? What is the quality of the life that you want? You got to go back to the basics and you got to learn a better. We have to have better tools in the toolbox for languaging. We don't. 
which you don't. This is like a, this is, I think the missed opportunity here, this isn't healing work for people to find on wellness podcasts. This is work that should be done in public school system, right? This is the thing, like this is the opportunity. So the quality of your life will be defined by the quality of words and languaging you can access. This is scientifically proven the level of healing that you have access to. And guess what? How much does it cost you to go get these words? It's free. It's free. And, I, and I'm going to add on to that. <laughs> this is something I learned from the Joe Dispenza work. And that mm -hmm. is the language of the brain is are your thoughts and the language of the body are your emotions. So your thoughts create, you know, uh, emotions that create changes, you know, chemical changes in the body. And what's interesting, as I've mentioned many times before in this podcast, is that the heart uh, emits a electromagnetic field that spans about 12 to 15 feet away from the heart. And it's very connected. Last time I checked with the brain. And so your thoughts and your emotions and that information is transferred to all your cells and people around you. And so just briefly, I mean, what you both said is absolutely accurate. Language is everything. It's because it's how we um, create the our internal reality of, of what's going on outside, which is always very, very different. But that's a choice. And that is our choice. And so, again, the purpose of this podcast and other podcasts like Freddie's out there is to begin to enlighten you with curated information so that you can make better decisions for yourself. Uh, I like to add two more things. Um, first, what Kathy said, there's a form, there's two formulas that I use. It's the XYZ formula. And then another one that I learned from Robert Diltz. And we'll start off with the um, more complicated one. And so Robert Diltz, uh, one of the originators of NLP or participated in the, the development of NLP, I should say. And he based it on the uh, poem by Rumi, uh, which is the guest house. And I encourage anyone to check it out, the guest house. And then it's about when any, when you're triggered, when any weird situations happening around you, three, uh, four steps. Uh, first, tell yourself, this is interesting. So that's Kathy's curiosity. <laughs> uh, this is interesting. Second, you know, statement to self is, well, this makes sense. And it does make sense. Um, because we're all just running algorithms in our head. Uh, that's it. Mm -hmm. Our behavior is the result of all the beliefs and values and experiences and memories and decisions we've made. And so that's, so it makes sense. I mean, do you agree with it or not? It doesn't matter. It makes sense. The other one, which you both have alluded to very eloquently is simply this. The third step is something needs to be healed or heard or held and, and holding that space like, you know, Kathy's talking about. And the final one is thank you. Right. And that's, again, what Freddie's talking about is, you know, thank you for these experiences, because it's these very specific triggers that are causing me to do the work so that I can overcome them and become more wholesome and more myself. And that's also Byron Katie's work. You know, any pain, any trigger is your work to do. And the simple one is the X, Y, Z. When X happens, I feel Y. I need I need Z. Mm -hmm. So with that, Freddie, um, Last statement from you and how do people get a hold of you? Great. Well, I I want to say that this um, coming on the podcast has made me feel renewed and mm -hmm. optimistic and passionate because I have a core need for beauty, for inner knowing, for wholeness. 
Um, yeah, it's such a blast. People can get a hold of me at beautifullybroken.world, which is the website. They can listen to the Beautifully Broken podcast, or you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Freddie Kimmel or beautifullybroken.world. Love it. Mm. Kathy? I feel inspired and, and joyful because my need for connection, community, and expression has been met in a very big way loved doing this so much fun and you can find me at belovednow.org i love you both you guys are phenomenal um i've got also goosebumps from this whole process um so beautifully done for both of you i really appreciate you and honor you um also choosing to step into that vulnerability on this platform and which is precisely that purpose so that people know that they're not alone and they can relate to your authentic selves and and even if they do get triggered because i know some people will we've had some you know conversations about very tough topics that people will get triggered but that's exactly what needs to happen we need to get triggered we need to have that exposure we need to get the awareness and then find the guidance from beautiful souls like yourselves. So I want to thank you both and encourage you know anyone out there listening and go reach out to both Freddie and, and Kathy because there is so much for them to share with you, so much intelligence that will absolutely benefit you um, in your desire to have the best life possible. I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is the Doctor's Guide podcast, raw and authentic. And we will be back for so much more. And I know that I will be inviting both Freddie and Kathy, and Kathy and Freddie back again, because I just love these interactions. They will be bringing new uh, guests. So we won't have them together again, or maybe we will. But again, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back. Thank you for listening to The Doctor's Guide, an innovative approach to help you navigate the complexities of your health journey with Dr. Bart Rademacher and his expert guests. Tune in to more insights and action steps in our next episode every weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern.